Happy Friday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. Top of the evening to you. Yes. I'm going to do my bre- my best to bring you a little bit of an Irish brogue throughout the hour, but I'm not so good at it cuz y'all know I don't play the identity politics game very well, even though I've got quite quite a bit of the of, of the Irish in me, I do. Uh, my grandmum uh, did it gr- what <laughs> <laughs> I've already butchered the brogue, man. My grandmother was a Kirkland, and, and when people hear that, they, they, they think I got some in at Costco. But no, not that Kirkland family. Um, but anyway, I guess, uh, and see, and I'm, I've, I've got Irish in me a good bit, but I never even know when St. Patty's Day is. I mean, that's how little, legitimately, how little I care about identity politics. I never remember to wear green. I never know when it is. Uh, I was told it was Sunday, so on the way in the studio, I grabbed me at the grocery store. I grabbed me a little a little green hat, I did. So uh, we're ho- hopefully this weekend you're going to have a bit of fun. And hopefully we're going to bring you a bit, of, a bit of fun in this hour on the Andrea K Show, in spite of the fact that we've got some really difficult stories we got to get into. I wish that we could, on Friday, I wish we could just have a fun day. And just to, I mean, I guess we could. I guess I could have come in here today and just talked about the latest dog video or you know yummy recipe video that i saw on the internet and just talk about have dj carrot sticks do some cinema sticks reviews for the entire hour but you know yeah that ain't how i roll you know i i'm passionate about uh protections of this country i'm passionate about some key issues and have been since i was a kid one of which is islamic terror so i cannot not talk about that tonight i cannot not talk about the border and President Trump being forced to use his veto pen today as we have a continued invasion on, on our southern border. So there are, whenever there's national security topics at hand, I got to talk about it here. Um, but I also want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. One question I have for you guys today is, do you think it's too soon to talk about the political ramifications of the terror attack in New Zealand? I don't. And the reason why I don't, it typically I wouldn't, um, but I feel as though when the left is automatically politicizing, I feel like we, we have to jump in. You know, unfortunately, you know, t- trying to take the high road always, as the Republicans and conservatives do, you know, we always try to take the high road and, you know, and, and not play things, you know, and, and try to, you know, observe, you know, all the, the rules of the road. Um, but that's, that's kind of how, we, how we've ended up losing, uh, by the way. Um, I was going to introduce my sidekick, my Friday sidekick, um, by the way, but he's roaming around the studio right now doing all kinds of shenanigans. He's wearing green, though. He's wearing green in honor of of, uh, St. Patty's Day. I'm going to continue to yammer here until he gets back in the studio so I can introduce him properly. Time of the evening to you, Andrea. In honor of St. Patrick's Day, this evening, I'll be DJ Corned Beef and Cabbage. (laughs) Yes. DJ Corned Beef and Cabbage, who's making that for you, Lottie? Because I know you don't you do not do the cooking. My mother and my father. Your, mo- your mother and your father? My mother and my father your are father. making the corned beef and cabbage with no carrots because I can't eat carrots, well, even though I'm DJ Carrot Sticks. Because DJ Carrot Sticks has been on the keto, which isn't exactly Irish. The Irish, they love their starch, man. I see, now I'm getting... I'm How getting did you ready. make it? <laughs> Before the show, I was doing a French accent. <laughs> I don't know. I'm terrible. Um, anyway, glad to have... Uh, so DJ Carrot Sticks will be on later, giving his Cinema Sticks review, because it's Friday fun day. <laughs> I, I'm getting all kinds of looks here in the studio. Um, 
uh, from people. Because I'm wearing, if, if you're watching on Facebook, keep those comments rolling, Lottie. And be sure to share at the page. And you'll see that since I never remember to wear green. See, when I was a kid and could never remember St. Patrick's Day, I had my green eyes. And I was able to avoid the pinch on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, but today, like I said, I stopped and, and brought me a hat. Uh, so anyway, the question I have for you guys tonight, of course you can call in and talk about anything. You can call in and talk about whether or not you eat the corned beef and cabbage, whether or not you think that uh, you you observe St. Patty's Day, or whether or not you think that it's too soon to talk about the political implications of the terrorist attack. Uh, it, I, I have to talk about it. I can't not talk about it, as I said earlier. Because, and let me just say this first of all, um, I do want to, in spite of what, or despite AOC saying that, that it, you know, criticizing those who want to offer thoughts and prayers, I am going to offer thoughts and prayers to everybody in New Zealand, particularly the families uh, who were victimized, th- those who lost loved ones. I absolutely believe in prayer and thoughts and prayer. I know from my own experience that prayer can ease people's grief. It can provide peace to people. Prayers absolutely work. I am not one who believes that prayers for somebody who is deceased is going to work on a deceased person. I think how you lived your life and whether or not you believe as I do on how you're going to get into heaven, I, you know, I don't believe that prayers for that end works. But I tell you something else, too, as somebody pointed out this morning on Facebook. I also believe that prayers can work on the dark, evil hearts that would, that would go about such a tragedy. And you can have, as somebody, one of my key issues for my show has been a concern over the rise of radical Islam in this country and Islamic Jihad, which comes at us in two forms. One is the form of Islamic Jihad through, through the sword or through the use of airplanes to take down the Twin Towers or through the use of, uh, you know, guns and shooting up, you know, a rehabilitation or a re- I think it was a rehab center at the Christmas party in San Bernardino or using pressure cookers in Boston. That this is a concern for me. Um, But you can have sympathy for the families, for the victims and the survivors of a Muslim attack and still see a problem with Islam and Islamic terror. You cannot take Islamic Islam out of Islamic terror. And the push today and the politicizing AOC with her, you can't have... I don't want to hear thoughts and prayers, is, is a multi-pronged approach. First of all, she's a commie. She's a Marxist. And they don't want any kind of God in society. They don't, want any, they don't want any faith at the forefront. So, of course, she doesn't want to hear about God and prayers as any kind of solution because they want God removed from society. They want us to replace God with state. But another aspect of that was because she wanted to push gun control, which is exploiting this this tragedy, which is really what, and I'm not going to get into the manifesto of this creep down in New Zealand who did it, because I'm not really interested in what he had to say. I, I He supposedly said he was a fan of President Trump. Well, does that mean it's Trump's fault? No. And, and if I'm to buy into that, then I'm going to blame Jodie Foster, and I'm going to want her arrested for the shooting, even though it's been many years later. There's no statute of limitations on, on murder, attempted murder. Then I'm going to want Jodie Foster arrested for the assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan because John Hinckley Jr. thought he was going to impress her. He, he was in love with Jodie Foster and thought and believed that that was going to impress her. Why would it impress Jodie Foster if she wasn't somehow behind and didn't dig the idea of assassinating Ronald Reagan. That's the kind of insanity that is behind trying to blame President Trump for this. So I'm not interested in the manifesto. I'm not interested in that at all. If we're going to get into mind reading, if we're going to get into people's motivations behind bad terror attacks, that's when we got to transition into the discussion of Islam itself. Today, 
there were patrols going all around mosques in the United States of America. There was increased patrols around a mosque here in Kearney Mesa that was the same mosque that was involved in the terrorist attacks on 9-11. Richard Pearl, who's been a guest on my show, was pulled by the Obama administration off of an investigation he was doing in mosques around the country in which he believes there were that, that he was on the track of the Islamic terrorist attempt, the one that resulted in the terrorist attempt in San Bernardino, he believes that if he had not been taken off of that investigation that involved the mosques in Orange County, L.A., and San Diego, the one in which they're all the ones in which there's increased security today, that he believes that he could have thwarted the, the terrorist attack on Americans. Right now, what we have is the, politici the politicization or politicization for the word is it's all about saying that, see, because these Muslims today were attacked and were murdered, then somehow suddenly that means that Islamic Jihad is no longer taking place in this country. And, and if you mention that in any way, you're Islamophobic and something is wrong with you. There is Islamic Jihad in this country, and we must be allowed to discuss it. And we have been told, even before this terrorist attack, when we had an anti-Semite Democrat congresswoman spewing her anti-Semitism instead of a hate speech resolution that, that spoke against her and rebuked her, it became all about Islamophobia. This is about, and today's reaction, or, or the reaction to this terrorist attack with these mosques is, is the same type of reaction that we got when there were American bodies bleeding out as a result of a Muslim refugee or the son of Muslim refugees who, who shot at Pulse nightclub. Immediately what happened? We had CARE rushing to the microphones telling us that Muslims were the victims here. We are being Islamicized. Our country is being Islamicized and, and, and indoctrinated. We're being, I think I said it last night, even, uh, before, even before this attack, I think I mentioned that Nani Darwish said, and when I was talking about Ilhan Omar, that we are handing over our country on a platter of political correctness. Let me read to you before we take a break. And we're going to continue this discussion on the other side. Let me read to you, thanks to Laura Loomer, who was the one who outed Ilhan Omar, by the way. Which is why she ended up banned from Twitter. She tweeted out today a statement from Senator Fraser Anning, who is a senator from Queensland. His response today is this. He said, I am utterly opposed to any form of violence within our community and totally condemn the actions of the gunmen, he said. However, whilst this kind of violent vigilantism can never be justified, what it highlights is the growing fear within our community, both in Australia and New Zealand, of the increasing Muslim presence. As always, left-wing politicians and the media will rush to blame the causes of today. today's shootings be with gun laws and those who hold nationalistic views. But this is all cliched nonsense. The real cause of bloodshed in New on New Zealand streets today is the immigration programs which allowed Muslim fanatics to migrate to New Zealand in the first place. Let us be clear. While Muslims may have been the victims today, usually they are the perpetrators. Worldwide, Muslims are killing people in the name of their faith on an industrial scale. The entire religion of Islam is simply the violent ideology of a 6th uh, century despot. I can't read this part. Um, something leader, which is against anyone who opposes their faith and the infidel and unbelievers and apostates. 
Oh, needlessly to wage an endless war against anyone who opposes it, their faith, and calls for the uh, murder of unbelievers and apostates. The truth is, is that Islam is not like any other faith. It is the religious equivalent of fascism. And just because the followers of this savage, savage belief were not the killers in this instance does not make them blameless. As we read in Matthew twenty six fifty two, all they that take the sword shall perish by the sword. And those who follow a violent religion that calls on them to murder us cannot be too surprised when someone takes them at their word and responds in kind. Quite a statement. I feel like some of it was a little harsh on the day in which I feel like this this is a good statement that should open up a discussion because basically what he's saying here is that because, yes, they're victims today and this is not justified, but it does not wipe away the history of this religion and what is being taken place around the world. Laura Loomer also tweeted out today, the Center of the Study for Global Christianity, an academic research center, that monitors worldwide demographic trends in Christianity, estimates that between the years 2005 and 2015, 900,000 Christians were murdered in the Middle East. That's an average of 90,000 Christians each year murdered by jihadists. I'm going to leave it there. We come back. We're going to pick up this conversation on the other side of the break. He was, uh, this uh, senator was banned from Twitter. Louis Farrakhan's still on Twitter. This guy's bloody rampage was broadcast on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter for a long time. But this senator out of New Zealand is not allowed to express his views. I think they're controversial, but I think they have a right to be heard. And I think with what's going on around the world, I think we need to discuss it. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K. here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Investors seeking income often choose to invest in individual bonds, which have varying maturities ranging from one year to 10 years. But instead of choosing just one maturity, spreading the capital over a series of maturities has several advantages. Among them is protection of principal in the event of swings in interest rates. There is an inverse relationship between bond prices and interest rates. In other words, bond prices tend to go down as interest rates go up and vice versa. If it's thought rates will go up, then maturities will be staggered to the short end so that when mature principal can be reinvested at higher rates. Conversely, if it's thought interest rates will go down, maturities will be staggered to longer term in order to lock in higher rates in a declining rate environment. If you'd like more information on laddering a portfolio of bonds, call me, John Harris, LPL Financial, 858-521-9619. That's 858-521-9619 or email me, 
John K. Harris at LPL.com. That's J-O-N.K.Harris at LPL.com. Since 1994, Brothers Home Improvement has been installing windows in homes across California and Nevada. Right from the get-go, we knew the whole family was going to be fully invested here. One of the nine brothers and sisters of Brothers Home Improvement, Michael. So we made sure, you know, that we were going to be able to look our neighbors, friends and neighbors in the face and know that we could see them at the coffee shop and they would look at us and say, Hey, brothers, you did my windows. Does Brothers Home Improvement have a single location? We've got five different locations across California. We've got one in Nevada. If you're so big... You must use subcontractors. So from the beginning, we said, you know what? Our own installers. So that's worked out great for us as far as our reputation. Improve the beauty of your home now. For a limited time, check out their special offer of $1,000 off on 10 or more windows, $720 off on 8 or more windows, and $300 off 4 or more windows. Call now for a free in-home estimate, 800-672-3777, or see brotherswindows.com. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. Learn more by logging on to SalemSurround.com, connecting you with new customers. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> oh my gosh. I so wish you guys could see what I'm looking at right now through the window at the uh, 1170 studios here in The Answer San Diego. We are, that was a little Irish music for you know what freaks me out and what scares me to death. That Irish dancing with their legs all moving around below their knees. I mean, that's like freaky, right? That whole river dance thing. You remember river dance? They get down pretty good. Yeah, but it's just there's just something wrong when the when your leg can like move around like there's no joint like below the knee. I mean, that's just kind of crazy. I think that's where they got the crip walk from. (laughs) Don't make me giggle when I'm trying to talk about something so serious as Islamic Jihad. Um Got to read a couple comments here because this is getting really interesting. If you're, by the way, follow me on Twitter and on Facebook. You guys are the greatest uh, group of listeners out there, and you guys are brilliant. Um, uh, Bill Cosgrove says they are really tough when they chant "Death to America" and carry out their own terror plots. But as soon as they get their beeps kicked, they scream "Poor us!" They mutilate our soldiers who happen to be husbands and mothers, sons, daughters, and even though it's war, they don't need to do that. Um, yeah, that you know, uh, Iran. I became fascinated and interested in this subject as a kid because who remembers when Americans were held for 444 days, held hostages? And uh, that's when um, I started reading books on it and heard that they are teaching their children to chant death to America in their schools. And, you know, this is if, – if the liberals are right and the percentage of 
Islamists who want to destroy us is 10%. There's billions around the world. That's a whole lot of terrorists. And there's two forms of jihad. There's the form of jihad, again, that wants to destroy us. Uh, you know, one, one of the terrorist attacks that rarely gets talked about, which was uh, happened in Oklahoma, was a woman who was beheaded on the job. And he was trying to behead somebody else. That's the and, and, oh, by the way, that mosque where that dude came from ended up getting some type of letter of accommodation from Barack Obama. The same senator who was uh, banned from Twitter, who issued the statement I read earlier, he tweeted, tweeted out before he got banned, I wonder if there will be as much outrage from the left wing when the next Muslim terrorist attack occurs. Most likely silence and talk about lone wolf attacks, mental illness, and no connection to Islam. Yeah, Fort Hood, that was called workplace violence, right? Remember, remember that? And the American heroes that were gunned down, their families... Because it was called workplace violence and it was not declared uh, de- declared as a terrorist attack, they didn't get they didn't get any of the benefits that they would get if that happened. Another terrorist attack that gets very little talk about is a community college up in Oregon, where the where the shooter asked everybody what their religion was, and then if you, they said they were Christian, they got shot in the head. You know, um, I remember the the term lone wolf when I first uh, first started having uh, Dr. Gorka on the show. I remember I booked him because I saw I saw him say uh, the term lone wolf is meant to make you stupid. There's been a, one of the ways in which the left has tried to justify that oh there's no real problem with Islam is by telling us oh somebody's been radicalized or a lone wolf as though if they're not a part of a particular gang like Al Qaeda or ISIS. That it, does, it, that it means that there's not a problem. And George W. Bush was behind that nonsense. I don't care whether or not somebody like the kid at Ohio State who mowed down people on a sidewalk, who was a refugee here, by the way, I don't care if he did that on his own or if he was a part of the group. What do they all have in common? Islam. Every one of them has that in common. And one of the things that we need to do one of the the aspects that I like of Senator Anning's statement is that this is it's really not a a religion as much as it is a political system of fascism of complete control and that's why the Democrats want to partner with them. I've said it over and over again. And if we can get them declared as a political ideology, then they will no longer be able to hide behind the religious component, which has them breeding and festering, and the indoctrination that's happening. Like the the ISIS terrorists that Ilhan Omar pleaded to the court to give sympathy for, they were, quote, radicalized inside of mosques. I want you to hear from an imam out of a mosque in Tennessee. So the whole reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us and sent the prophets and revealed the books and differentiated us based upon this principle and allowed for jihad is the basis and is the principle of Tawheed. The life and property of a mushrik holds no value in the state of jihad. Make Notice I said in the state of jihad, not at all times and places. The life and property of a mushrik becomes halal while in a state of jihad. The Prophet ﷺ said, and we quoted the hadith before, I have been commanded to fight the people until they say, La ilaha illallah. And when they say, La ilaha illallah, he went on, when they say, La ilaha illallah, their life and property become protected from me. Which means if they don't say, La ilaha illallah, their life and property are halal for the Muslims. So the Christians do commit shirk. They are, they are kuffar and they are mushrikun. The mushrikun are najas, they are filthy. Najasa. They are filthy, a spiritual filthiness 
which can only be purified by the purity of Tawheed. Allah calls the mushrikun najis, which is a very evil thing. When Allah Himself says the mushrikun are najis, Allah is calling them najis. They are a najasa, a filthy, impure, dirty substance. So that's what we are. That's what is being preached inside of a mosque in this country, that we are nudges, we are filthy. Our property, which includes our lives, is subject for them to take unless we submit to them. Now, he says, he says at one point, he tries to equivocate and says, well, that's if you're in a state of jihad. Well, we are in a state of jihad. We absolutely are. There's multiple forms of it, but make no mistake about it. Jihad is about conquest. And there's a variety of different methods in which to use it. The Muslim Brotherhood, which we still cannot get declared as a terrorist organization in this country, their manifesto was found. Everybody's talking today about this dude's manifesto. How about the manifesto of the Muslim Brotherhood that was welcomed into the White House without security clearances, in which they stated that their goal was to replace the Constitution with the Quran? There is no coexisting with Sharia. There is no coexisting with this political ideology. We better get a grip on this in this country. Am I, do I feel sad for anybody that got shot down, an innocent person being shot down today? Yeah, but you know what? That is not an excuse. That, that cannot be used as a weapon to silence us against the very real threat of Islamic jihad in this country. And that's how it's being used. And we can't allow that to happen. Particularly since, meanwhile, it's so hypocritical. Because we could not get, when Obama, that Paul Ryan funded, all these refugees coming here, there was no Christians being brought here. They, the Yazidis are having to fight for themselves on a rooftop in Iraq. If we're going to bring people who are being persecuted, slaughtered from around the world into our country, how about we bring ones in here who match our culture? Anyway, I'm curious as to what you guys think. Do you think this is too harsh? I don't know. I got to shift gears a little bit because there's a little bit of news on the border, by the way. Trump did use his veto pen today. Oh, my gosh. The left is out like, like acting like uh, Aunt Petey Pat. Remember her from Gone with the Wind? You, don't, you never saw Gone with the Wind? No, I never have. You didn't? <laughs> okay, you need to watch Gone with the Wind just once, though, because I got to tell you, I didn't really like that movie. You I, watched I, Gone with the Wind? Or you watched Star Wars? I watched Gone with the Wind. No. That ain't no deal. But Aunt Miss, Aunt Pity Pat, Miss Pity Pat or whatever her name was, she had to have the smelling sauce. That was the left today. Trump, that dictator, used the veto pen, which is which he has every right to do, and Obama used like 925 times. I don't remember how many times he used it, but it was more than W, who used it quite a bit of times. He has every right to use the veto pen. But I will tell you guys today, I read an article that was disturbing to me about the border. I'm glad that Trump did it. He is absolutely fighting for us. But it's at the point now with this invasion to where the border, uh, a border wall is no longer going to work. Uh, David Horowitz uh, posted an article on Conservative Review talking about the fact that in Texas, where they have areas of an 18-foot fence that is exactly what President Trump wants, invaders from Guatemala and the rest of the country are going there, waiting at the wall. The Border Patrol is going south of the wall and picking them up and allowing them to seek asylum. Right. Right, DJ Carrot Sticks, your face Say is right. What? Say what? Yeah. We now have, it, it, it's going to, it, we are already, I believe, at the point with the insanity, uh, and this is because of lower court judges legislating from the, from the bench, flouting Jeff Sessions and our DHS officials and Trump's ability as, as in his right as an executive to, to implement legislation and laws to protect this country. We've got lower court judges stopping it and allowing this to go on. 
And this article is correct. It might be better if we didn't have any Border Patrol agents because, see, they're coached south of the border to go up to Border Patrol, hand, you know, say the speech, I'm here to seek asylum. Then Border, then border Patrol has to, you know, is, is ordered to allow them in. What Horowitz allow them to seek asylum? And then they're being, their catch and release is going on, um, which is confusing to me because in San Diego, some of them have been set down to wait out their asylum in Tijuana. So it's very confusing, and I think it's because different states have different lower court judges, you know, legislating from the bench. So we have a, and you know, so the the Republicans who join the Democrats to say, oh, President Trump doesn't have the right, oh, he's violating the Constitution, the separation of powers uh, with his national emergency. What are you doing to counter what these judges are doing? You could have you could have gone as legislative branch right now and overridden every bit of this. Right now, to protect this country. We're at a critical mass. This is absolutely an emergency. The wall alone, with this kind of crap going on, the wall alone isn't going to stop it. We're going to take a break. We come back. Uh, there's a big, we've been telling you guys about where, where the battlefield is in, in terms of within the U.S. Domestically, from a cultural Marxist standpoint, is our school. So Bob Walter's going to be here uh, to talk about the upcoming event that is even getting national media attention, by the way. The sit-in on March 28th, and he's also got, guess what other group has been breaking the law and cheating to get into colleges, and ain't nobody done anything about it. That's right. And I, t- I tell you who wants you to hear this story is that Lachlan family. The, yeah, they want you to know who else has been doing it, because the story's gotten worse for them, by the way. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for Townhall.com. Few Americans realize that they currently live under some 30 states of national emergency, the oldest declared by President Jimmy Carter during the Iran hostage crisis 40 years ago. Actual emergencies come and go, but emergency declarations live on. The primary effect of a national emergency is to shift power from Congress to the president, as President Trump wanted to build his wall. Along with executive orders and domestic policy wars on poverty, crime, drugs, and terror, presidents since Lyndon Johnson have been moving power from one end of Pennsylvania Avenue to the other. But politically, it's a two-edged sword. When presidents seek to do things unilaterally, these actions are easily canceled and replaced by the next president. Perhaps you recall how quickly President Trump undid Obama's executive orders. One day, Congress will wake up and notice its primary powers are lost. I'm David Davenport. 
the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Having financial independence and wealth empowerment is the American dream. Learn what the wealthy know. Get strong returns and never lose your principal. That's the Heroes Talk Radio way. Learn about the secrets to planning a tax-free retirement income. Listen to Heroes Talk Radio every Saturday at noon and 8 p.m. right here on The Answer San Diego. You can also call now, 866-544-7755, 866-544-7755. Mary, the child you bear will become the greatest of men. From the network that brought you the Bible. There has been talk about Jesus. They say he's healing the sick. Comes the life of Jesus Christ. It's preaching is what concerns me. He's helping people. From those who knew him best. We are his followers. We've seen him do wondrous things. I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus, his life. Monday, March 25th at 8 on History. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Maybe by the uh, end of the show tonight, I might have my Irish brogue down. I don't know. I do. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, anyway, uh, glad to have you all here with me. Before the break, we were talking about Islamic Jihad and and how uh, in a post 9-11 America, you know, we're not allowed to talk about the truth anymore. We're not conservatives aren't allowed to talk about the truth anymore about anything, to be honest with you, whether it's Islamic Jihad or whether it's the truth that I mean, Jerry Falwell. I don't know if you heard this, DJ Carrot Sticks. He's getting into some trouble with some students from uh, Liberty University because he dared to say uh, during CPAC, Jerry Falwell Jr., that uh, they have a granddaughter who's a, a, a girl, hence the term granddaughter, and they're going to raise her as a girl. Oh, my gosh. That caused all kinds of hysteria. I mean, you know, it's sad. From that, who? From the students. From students who say that, you know, yes, this is a Christian campus, and yes, Jerry Falwell Jr. has insinuated that he does not care about you. No, he didn't. How does that say that you don't care about LBGT people because you say, I got a granddaughter, we're going to raise her as a girl? That's insane. Out of all the places to be able to say that, you would think a Christian college would right. be one place you could say that. Right. Well, it's all about, you know, the the destruction of our First Amendment rights and our religious freedoms. It's everything that the left is. Lib- liberalism is where liberty goes to die. It's all about control and submission, which is why they're the natural partner for Islam. And the schools, whether it is Liberty University, our elementary schools, our, our high schools, you know, it's it started at the college level, the indoctrination. Now it's worked its way down to preschool. And that's why I'm honored every week to have my buddy Bob Walters, who wrote the book Facing Reality in American Education, to join me. And he's back right now. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Hey, did you? I didn't even know if you heard that story about liberty. I just saw that today about uh, that. Jerry. I didn't hear about. No, I heard about all these other issues going on in today's education world. Well, there's almost too much for you to keep track of. It has become such a problem and such a key battleground for the for the fight for America that even somebody like yourself that this is this is the issue that you, that you fight so much for. It's like I know the amount of articles you send to me. It's like, okay, where do we have time to even talk about tonight? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. But first things first, before you update on us, and I teased out the, the listeners that there's another group that has been cheating their way into college and getting away with it, um, of which these Hollywood types are going to be glad we're going to be talking about them and not Holly- the Hollywood types. I want to remind everybody about the big event on March 28th in the sit-in in Sacramento. Yeah, that's uh, there's buses arranged. They're going to go from Cerritos if people going to come there. They can check 
for all the details on the 27th or the, actually then on the 28th by checking the webpage for Informed Parents of California. Get all the details. And there's several thousand coming, so we're going to put a hard line to stop this radical, <laughs> unbelievable sex education law that's about to take effect. And that's the final hearing is on the 28th. Yeah, and so the buses are headed up to Sacramento. This is going to be a protest, a huge rally. And Bob is right. Yeah, this has actually got national attention. I've actually was just contacted yesterday by uh, somebody in national media who wanted to come on my show to talk about it. But it's like, please, Bob, Bob Walters has been doing this for, for a long time. Now get away, get away from me with your little sad self. Uh, but this is huge because this health framework, this is not just this is not anymore about teaching that Sally Sue has two mommies. This is about literally indoctrinating and trying to push children into transgenderism, telling them as well as then using pornography and sex education, teaching them about uh, uh, how, to, how to consent to adults, everything from um, having giving them an entree and a direct, directing them to Planned Parenthood without parents' consent, telling kids uh, parents are not allowed to opt out from this. Uh, children are being told that if, if any, any religion that preaches against it is abusive, this is complete takeover of our children's minds, and this is an opportunity to push back against it. And we need to get active. You know, we, we, you know, we need to get active. Donald Trump was saying in an interview with Breitbart when he was complaining about the Republicans uh, fighting on uh, the investigations against the Democrats in the deep state. He was like, Republicans don't fight. We're, we, we're, t- we're, ta- we're strong. We're tough. But we don't engage and we don't no, fight. We got, we got to get in the streets and do it. Absolutely. And here's an opportunity to do it. Go to Inform Parents of California. There are buses going up. Bob is generous enough I believe you're sponsoring a bus, correct? I am. Yes. yes. And um, the details are on informed parents of California. The buses are leaving on the 27th, correct? As well as some going on the 28th? Correct. Right. So go to informed parents of California. If you can't get on a bus, don't have time to get up there, you can at least contribute because this is expensive and people are taking their time to go. Maybe you can sponsor a bus yourself, get somebody to go, help rally troops that you know in the area to go. If I could get up there, I would. I would head up there. Okay, so the college admission scandal is just getting even juicier. Um, before you tell us about a new group that, that you discovered that's been doing this, a little update for uh, the Lachlan family. That's uh, Aunt Becky from the Hallmark Channel in Full House. I don't know if you heard that a um, couple of things here, Bob, that Olivia Jade, uh, the daughter that one of the daughters they got into USC, right. and, and the same day that, that uh, Lori Lachlan was flying back to go to jail, this this little twit was on a yacht uh, uh, owned by uh, one of the chairman of the uh, on the board of USC. And now there's a story on top of it that she was on a game show, and the studio executives rigged the show. Some other girl won, and then but then it was a trivia contest. They rigged it. They they instead of giving the prize to a girl named Rydell or Marissa, they reshot it. And gave it to this girl, Olivia Jade, and gave took the five thousand dollar prize away from another girl and gave it to her. Uh, and then, and, and even in light of all this, Bob, then this family comes out and gives a statement today or yesterday that the girls are not going to go back to USC because they might be bullied. <laughs> well, it, it's a sad tale of what lessons we're giving the young people and the kids in our in our country today. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, clearly these girls haven't been taught anything, and clearly they, you know, they don't have the, the sense God gave a donut, 
or they would say, we're not going to go back because we feel like, you know, the actions that, that are alleged, might we might have our family in something we might have done, or you don't want to admit guilt, but, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to continue to do anything or take det- attention away from this fine, outstanding institution. No, they got to act like they're the victims, Bob. Okay. I know. Uh, yeah. So tell everybody, you sent me an article that you found that involves another group or groups. That well, yeah, mentioned. just for people who think it's purely the rich people that are abusing and, and misdirecting morality in this country. In uh, Louisiana, you had a, a, a black student, a group of students, 50 of them, that were supported and put into uh, college with phony applications and bloated grades and, and everything, that, <laughs> another game of cheat by a, a fellow named Landry in Louisiana. And he actually helped about 500, 600 kids get into college, most of whom then failed rather quickly. Mm. But uh, he collects 250000 a year in donations for, for their support and tuitions, which he kept it, um, he kept it all himself. Would, uh, but the well, real I, problem is they were, they were cheating on their, their applications and their test scores. And so this... <laughs> I mean, whether it's poor people or rich people, everybody thinks it's okay to cheat and game the system. Well, did anybody go to jail for that? Were there prosecutions? Because I've never heard of this before. Well, this guy Landry is uh, under some investigation. I think he's under indictment now and because uh, he, he had abused some of these kids in addition. That's a wow. separate story. Well, they so, didn't get into LSU, did they? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, but they got into Yale. They got into Harvard. They got into USC. They oh, wait a second! The they, these kids, these kids that didn't, 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 couldn't add two, two plus two and come up with four. Thought they was too good to go to LSU. <laughs> no, they, they had to go into Yale. Come on yeah, now. Then, then they they struggle there and they get special attention, of course, because they're minority and and special education treatment. And then a lot of them failed. And then right. when they come back, uh, they there's no place to get a job because they're the school that he was teaching them in high school was not even accredited. So they couldn't even pretend they had a high school graduation when they came back wow. to try to get a real job somewhere. It's just a sad commentary on all levels of our society that's cheating and gaming the system yeah. and teaching the kids in this right. country a wrong lesson. And yeah. I will tell you something else, another group of victims. Somebody texted me yesterday that Phil Mickelson's uh, daughter Phil Mickelson and his daughter used this guy Singer or Sanger, whatever his name is, and he put out a statement that we use this person's obviously trying to get out ahead of it because there was going to be research as to what other celebrities use this guy's services. So um, I got, I guess Mickelson, you know, the famous golfer, put out a statement that we used his services, but we didn't do anything wrong. And I thought, and my initial thought was, well, how do we know? Hmm. I immediately, I immediately questioned whether or not there was cheating, and I thought, you know what? The great likelihood is that they didn't do anything wrong, but now his daughter's going to have an asterisk. Because you know what? Well, There's reason to have an asterisk. Because how do we know if 800 kids or some whatever use this man's services? How do we know the extent to which there was cheating? We don't know. So now there, there, there was a, a class action lawsuit filed by somebody who said, uh, who got into Stanford and said, um, uh, wait a second, my, my degree now is worth a lot less because you've let all these kids in that couldn't get here. And if they do, it's almost worse that they do graduate, Bob, because this person's article uh, argument is now my degree is worth less because these people got in who didn't deserve to be here. And oh, by the way, they ended up graduating. So now the assumption is it's meaningless. You pay extra to go to these Ivy League schools that are obviously the, the, the value of the degree has gone down. 
Then you've got kids like that might have done nothing wrong, like Mickelson's kids. They're now their their degree is devalued because they've got an asterisk next to them. So this is a really far reaching. It's a far greater scandal than the jokes about Aunt Becky and Lori Loughlin no longer being a Hallmark actress, isn't it? Final. Yeah, thought. actually, it's a pretty wide and deep uh, controversy that's going on here. It's really it's really sad. It is. It is. And it, it, it's sad, and it, it, kids are being hurt, and society's being hurt here, and so is uh, the, the reputations of our universities. I think the moral of the story is if you're from Louisiana, go to LSU, man, because, you know, nobody's got an asterisk <laughs> next to you there. All right. Thank you for being here, Bob. Everybody go to Inform Parents of California. Get on board and help support Bob in this effort to protest and uh, get his book, Facing Reality in American Education, which you can find on Amazon. Now, stay tuned. Come on back because we got Friday Fun Day. Cinema Sticks has his, uh, his review, and we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K. here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. The answer. San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone. Let's take a selfie. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. The app is social, making you the first to know and respond. Download the free app today. The Answer San Diego. The best conservative coverage in San Diego. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. Picture what your life would be like with lower mortgage payments or the option to choose your monthly payments. Did I get your attention? Hi, this is Darius Aram. Take control of your mortgage with Aramco Mortgage. We've got an exciting and simple opportunity for you to lower your monthly mortgage payments, access a cash-out refinance, or consolidate your debt, giving you more money every month and the stability, security, and peace of mind to enjoy your life. But you need to hurry. Current low rates and high home equity won't last forever. Call Aramco today, 800 411 
800-411-8441 or visit aramco.biz. Whether you're purchasing a home, refinancing, or even buying an investment property, take advantage of Aramco's low rates and common sense financing. Call Aramco today before this opportunity is gone. Call 800-411-8441, 800-411-8441. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626, NMLS 277316. Borrowers are responsible for property taxes and insurance. Not all borrowers qualify. Call for details. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Okay, welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm a little confused about that music. I'm clearly not in touch with my Irish roots. It's a little mystic Irish oh, music. Oh, a little mystic Irish roots. Why are you walking over to the bogs? Oh. Rotten bog. Yeah. Uh, my bestie at LSU, she's going to Irish and, uh, Irish Ireland and Scotland uh, in about a year, asked me if I wanted to go. I got to be honest. I may I may be, you know, at Kirkland. I got the Kirkland schnoz, but you know what? It's not at the top of my bucket list. There's other places I'd rather go. Sorry, I, want, I would rather go to the South Pacific. I'd rather go to Tahiti and Bora Bora. Um, so Cinema Sticks, do you have a review for us? It's Friday, laddie. Yes, I do. Let me play the preview of the movie first. Yes. Marijuana, the burning weed with its roots in hell. I experimented with marijuana a time or two, and I didn't like it and didn't inhale. I did inhale. (laughs) In this film, you will see the hopeless insanity. I smoked it twice in my life. The result for me was I did a lot of coughing. (laughs) See this important film now, before... It is too late. I got high. <laughs> so, yes, this movie was actually, it's called uh, Democrat Reefer Madness. Okay. Starring wacky attorney Kamala and her irrepressible friend Barack. <laughs> they get stoned watching CNN and find themselves utterly baffled by Uncle Bernie's 2020 town hall. Convinced he is smoking the good stuff. The two set out on a late night odyssey that takes them deep into D.C. <laughs> in the search of Uncle Bernie. Somehow, the two managed to run afoul of Nigerian rednecks, craft beer swilling Focahontas, straw manufacturers, <laughs> and even a spotlight stealing AOC before getting anywhere near their beloved ganja. Oh, so how many sticks are you giving it? Uh, only one. Okay, only one. Oh, I don't <laughs> it know. It was very predictable. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, 
Uh, it sounds more interesting than, I, I guarantee you, that's going to have a little bit more viewership than Empire. Did you hear about the ratings for Empire, Laddie? Yes, I saw it dropped quite a bit. They plummeted 35% after Jesse Smollett and his hate hoax. Yeah, so, you know, you know, I, I, I guess one reason why you're giving uh, the Democrat reef for madness uh, so few sticks is that Kamala Harris got busted. She was claiming she was, she was on the ganja when she was enjoying Tupac, but Tupac be dead, man, by the time she was on the ganja. Yeah, the album she was talking about came out in like 93 or 94. Yeah, Tupac, man, he is like, there was one, I, can, I guarantee you right now, Tupac would be busting all over her. I don't believe that Tupac would be supporting Kamala Harris. She's too much of a phony for him. I doubt she ever listened to that. Right. I think it's like when Hillary said that they asked her, what do you carry in your purse? And she said she carried around hot sauce. Right. It, in, <laughs> Same in, thing. In her Scooby mobile, her Scooby mobile, her Scooby van, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, and Kamala Harris, her dad ain't watching, ain't on board with that Democrat reefer madness either, because he's from Jamaica. She's half Jamaica, and he was like, "That's such a stereotype." He was like, completely offended. So again, so you can make fun, you can mock the Irish and talk about them being a bunch of drunks and you know whatever. They're not going to say anything, but evidently, you're not allowed now to equate being from Jamaica. And pot smoking. Um, Got to get into that. The, it's that time for this week's Hero of the Week and Stick of the Week. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks, for that brilliantly written uh, review of Democrats' Reefer Madness. Um, Got to start with Stink of the Week. Um, of course, I. you know, it, it's too obvious. I can't give Stink of the Week to a, a mad, crazy man who says that he was inspired by Candace Owens. And by the way, anybody who believes that from his manifesto was, just shows how ignorant you are. He said in his manifesto that he was trying to, to uh, wreak havoc and strike discord within the United States. Candace Owens is pretty consistent with her message, and it's about Blexit, okay? And it got nothing, nothing to even, even do with Islamic Jihad. So I can't go with that stink. I gotta say... Um, my runner up to stink is a story that hasn't gotten a whole lot of play. And that is low, low energy Jeb. Jeb has come out on the heels of Paul Ryan saying that a Democrat could beat Trump. Then, then Ryan tried to walk it back by saying, oh, what I meant to say was we always win when we're about ideas. Well, you didn't win in 2012, Ryan. Okay. Uh, so it was clear that you were trying to say that Trump could be beat. Uh, on the heels of that, Jeb comes out and uh, Jeb Bush says that he believes someone should challenge President uh, Trump in 2020. He says, in his low-energy style, I think someone should run just because Republicans ought to be given a choice. They was given a choice, Jeb, in 2016. In fact, they were given 17 choices, one of which was you, and you paid about $150 million of people's money, and you couldn't even get close. To, in fact, you should not have even been on a stage. I don't know how he was up on the second-tier stage, because remember, I was talking last night about how they had these debates. They had the first debate of the lower-tier people, like the, in Hollywood terms, the D-listers. Then they had the A-list. He didn't, he didn't belong on any stage whatsoever. We were given a choice, and you can't accept the fact you're no better than your, your sister-in-law, Hillary. You can't accept the fact that an outsider won, and you got your butt kicked, low-energy Jeb. I have less respect for the Bush family than I do for the Obamas, because at least the Obamas are honest about who they are. Runner, so my stick of the week has to be the, these Hollywood hypocrites. And among them, I tell you who's got more stench than the other is Lori Loughlin. She's stenchier than Felicity Huffman because the sketch artist in court said that she was putting out some arrogance. My hero of the week is Tucker Carlson for showing that you don't have to be allow the left to take you down. 
particularly after them mining to try to find some crap from 20 years ago they can use against you. Thank you, Tucker, for pushing back against the forces of destruction and the forces who want to take you down.